Hello, everyone. Welcome. This is Quantum Nurse, and I am Grace Asagra. I am very happy and pleased to have our guest, Peter Kolarik. And I'm most happy because he's also my colleague in Business Accelerator course. And I find him warm, intelligent, and very talented. So you are in for a treat. And I want to remind you that I will, I will place all his information and whatever links below or together with this interview recording. And you will also see this in YouTube, the Quantum Nurse YouTube, okay? So stay tuned this time and for many more of Peter Kolarik. And thank you so much, Peter. Welcome to Quantum Nurse. Hello, hello to everyone. Hello to all the Quantum Nurse podcast listeners. Um, my name is Peter Tolerich. It's a bit of a hard uh, last name to pronounce. So I, I just, you know, allow Grace to say it however she wants to say it. Uh, but it is said Peter Tolerich, Peter Tolerich. And I have a thing that's called Peter's Songwriting Academy where I teach songwriting. And yeah, I don't know if we were going to get into that, but I'm just kind of like, hello, everyone. <laughs> Everything perfect. And it sounds so nice when, when you say your last name properly. So thank you for at least allowing me to just kind of say it in a, my own proper way. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. let, me, let me tell um, them a little bit more about you. And as you, we go along, you could express more or you could let them know more of what you want the listeners and the viewers to know. So Peter is a songwriter and singer from Slovenia, and he's been making music for about eight years. You also have been on YouTube for quite a while. You have two old channels that have music covers, the Indie Code and Late, late Productions. Yes. And, and your whole life, the people around you have tried to divert you from music and video making but then you yourself realized that it was the only thing that you really cared about. So here you are. And as far as I know, you also have created digital product and you have done webinars because you've been trying to reach out the people who wants to learn from you. Because yeah. now, especially nowadays that everyone seemed to be in, in the lockdown mode. So instead of locking yourself in your music, you ended up expanding, reaching out more and being responsive to anyone who would be interested to learn with Peter. So thank mm -hmm. you so much. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I love, well, songwriting is like my thing. So my primary thing is I am a musician and I write songs and I do these kinds of things because I don't know, somehow I was always drawn to it. And no matter what I would do in life, I would always get pulled back. Hey, this is what you need to do. Like, this is your thing, you know, and I would start writing and something amazing would come up, like something that would really inspire me. Right. But um, yeah, during this year, among other things, like, you know, I was already recording an album before we started the London Real Business Accelerator. But then bef right before it started, I had the idea, hmm, you know, what if I taught people this, these skills like that, that are not actually that hard, 
to to attain so where they could write songs and give them all these amazing techniques and things um you know and i've been doing that now through my webinars through a course that i created um that's a very affordable price and it's just something like that someone that's a musician just needs to take a little step forward and then they're a songwriter you know it's not it's not too difficult but it, a lot of times what people are blocked by is this like i can't do it it's going to be stupid low self-esteem and things like that so yeah i'm kind of like you know pushing people into it a little bit like hey you can do it like ooh. and especially if you're in lockdown you know why not just you know maybe you wanted to do this and now you have time go for it you know here you are bring us back peter to your childhood when when was the fir first time that you learned to play any instrument and what was that instrument on just yes yes uh so <clears throat> It's very interesting. I actually, it was always guitar for me, but later on I became more drawn to, to pianos as well. Like, so now I do both a little bit. I mean, I do guitar primarily, but then a little bit of piano. So it started, well, th there's a few, it, 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 it always, it always led, led to guitar. So one time I was working with my dad, we were, my dad's a, he makes fireplaces, you know, and I was helping him out and we were working in this house and in the basement, they had like this old guitar that was like barely playable. <laughs> it was like really impossible <laughs> to do anything. And I just remember um, just, just trying it and trying to tune it. I don't even know how I tuned it because I didn't know anything <laughs> about it, but somehow I tuned it. And then, and then I was playing the nothing else matters, you know, that's like the, the song that everyone plays when they start I can play it actually just a little bit but like this is I don't okay. even know the yeah. whole song now but like this is what I was playing like I'm... so just that, that was it this is nothing else matters from Metallica I don't remember it because I haven't played it in like five years, but you know, that basic riff that, that everyone plays. Um, and yeah, I was just playing that and just so exciting. And I was just like there for hours. And that was, that was like how it started. The next time was just um, my mom applying me for music school. And I remember being really happy. Like it was the one time that I, we hugged and it wasn't awkward <laughs> because we like in my family we don't have that kind of physical interaction but i was like really happy remember when i um when i started learning guitar you know yeah is Both. any members of your family a musician oh so not like my mom or dad but my father's dad so my grandfather on my dad's side he he used to play uh, harmonica like that, like tiny, you know. Uh, and <laughs> it was a really funny conversation I had with my dad, where we were driving, driving home from from Ljubljana, which is the capital here. And he was just like telling me, "Yeah, your your grandfather he used to play that thing." And at the same time, I was preparing for a concert and this was the first time I actually had a harmonica and I had to learn 
the heart of heart of gold from uh, heart of gold god so people are gonna destroy me because i can't remember but you know the song about heart of gold from neil young and i was learning it for the first time first time playing harmonica and i could actually already do it so it was kind of funny like oh your dad played harmonica oh i'm already doing it <laughs> without ever doing it so so yeah and then uh i guess my grandma on my mom's side she used to sing in the choir uh church choir so so it is it is kind of like there you know the seeds are are there in various places but no one re really pursues it like as a real thing um, i guess i was the first one in that but it's wonderful because because they play they have you know there's in some type of music they like something they're singing playing the harmonica so it's you you get the like a easy support right they, yeah. they didn't discourage well, from doing here's the, here's the thing right like my parents also have their beliefs that are kind of like you know their own limiting beliefs where like you know music's never going to make you money you're never going to be successful you know and all these things that kind of come with that so it's it's a little bit of a battle still from time to time um but I'm, I'm getting through it you know inside of me i feel that i'm going the right way and whether it's just music or music and some other things that i like to do you know it's is the right way for me so i have to kind of like not listen to to those things yeah. How about your friends? Did you uh, make music with them? Have a band growing up, or yeah, that tell was, me. Oh my God, yes. Oh, that, those are the fun days. Um, well, me, I had a friend. Um, I don't know if she's gonna be listening to this, but maybe. Um, we would. <laughs> how did it even start? We just hung out a lot together. I met him through my best friend at the time. And we would hang out a lot at his house that was actually still being built. So it was like empty and like, you know, and, and stuff. And we would hang out there a lot and uh, just play around and create these tiny songs that were like, maybe, you know, not the greatest songs looking back. Some of them probably weren't even grammatically correct. Like the lyrics were kind of like weird, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was just fun. He would already write songs and I would just like sit by and just add maybe a guitar part somewhere, you know, or I would sing harmony. Singing harmony is such a fun thing to do. Like you guys, if you have a friend and he plays guitar, makes songs, you should sing harmony with them because you're going to have a fun time. Um, and then uh, later on, some other people joined us as well. Uh, and we had a band, we were playing, uh, I mean, we were creating songs and kind of preparing to get out there. But before we could do, I mean, for a long time, we were just creating and preparing to get out there. But then before we could actually do anything, the band kind of broke up and we kind of split up. There was, a, there was some uh, conflict, didn't work out. But, you know, I, I kept pursuing it. And then me and this friend that we're writing, we came back together and we wrote some songs some new songs that we're kind of like waiting to release he's super busy right now but like um we have some stuff you know some things that are going to be pretty fun uh coming up yeah and then 
and I've worked various projects and yeah, I'm preparing to, to, to create another band again and do this whole thing again. Did you, did you guys have your own studio before? No, no, no. We, um, we would, uh, we would record in, in a studio from my mentor. Another. Yeah. In okay. another studio. We just practice together. So. Mm-hmm. maybe no, we would oh. record some things on the phone or like sometimes we had some microphones so we would record things but mostly it was uh it was my mentor's studio Robbie Grover so might I don't know if she's gonna see this hi hi Robbie <laughs> but yeah who was your who was your uh, role model, or did you have like a, a, a musician who you really, really like and whom you re- really resonated and, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like a door? Oh my God. Oof, we're going to get there. That's going to, this is going to be a, a fun discussion. So, like, um, when I started, me and my friend, we were listening to the Beatles. The Beatles were, you know, the thing of the day. The Beatles, um, we would, hear a song and then we would cover it you know we would cover all these all those songs from them um and we just i don't know for some reason when i think of the beatles that feels like home to me that's where i started that's where my songwriting journey begins you know just like listening to the beatles singing the beatles and then creating songs based off the inspiration from the beatles but then later on um Pink Floyd really inspired me. Like Pink Floyd, I feel like are amazing uh, in terms of conveying their message and then the musical, everything music that they create around their lyrics, all the musical aspects are just really mind blowing. Um, Later on, definitely Radiohead. Radiohead were a huge influence for me. Um, Love their music, did a lot of covers from Radiohead. Um, actually there's one on late productions that I'm super proud of with a friend Eva Gorenz who is like a local singer <clears throat> and then uh, right now my favorite artist is Bon Iver who is uh, he's just incredible I don't know the songs he creates are are have simple acoustic songs that are just so incredible and then the other our, the other part is like when he develops and he creates band songs and then the third album is where he goes into like electronic but it's still super artistic and a lot of like normal instruments it's very I don't know I'm I don't know if you can tell I'm a nerd so yeah <laughs> so with because you have all the successful influencers in your life how um is it really influencing you now on what you're you're composing or how you do your songs? What do you think? <clears throat> hmm. So it's it's kind of interesting. I don't intentionally copy anyone, you know. When I uh, when I create music, I don't intentionally do something like somebody else did. Uh, maybe I see an interesting concept and I'm like, oh, how would I, you know, do create a song using this concept um but i can't man okay but then um but that's good to know yeah yeah from you but generally generally 
Yeah. You know, because from what I understand and how I see it is that one, each note is different from the other. So each person also is different from the other as musician. You may really, uh, you know, and in fact, isn't it that sometimes one piece of music that one has created could be totally interpreted differently by another musician, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's also, um, I think, probably when you play a song from another artist, you learn that specific technique, and then you kind of like, you can use that in your next song or the songs that you created, you know, maybe on a subconscious level, there is a kind of a mixing process that happens where you're, you know, mixing these different influences, you know, and something happens. But, um, but like, a lot of times I feel like music is coming through me. So like if there's, I don't know, if I feel a certain type of energy, especially if I'm around people, um, music comes through me very easily. Uh, or if I'm inspired by maybe some circumstances or something that's going on, you know, music again comes through. Um, it's never consciously like saying like, yeah, I'm gonna create something like this or do this specific thing. I mean, it just kind of happens, it just comes through. Okay, so, and with that, that you said it just comes through you in, in any circumstance, um, do you want to share when you, you, when it was so difficult for you or your that most challenging time in your life or pain when, uh, yeah. you know, you couldn't do your music and how was mm -hmm. that for you? Oh, man. So, yeah, yeah. So um, it's kind of like, I think it was in 2014, like my dates might not be exactly right because this was a while ago, but um, basically, yeah, I had, I had this period in my life where I started having like intense panic attacks and anxiety and things like that. And no one could really tell me how to deal with it. Like there was no one in my family or anyone that really knew how to deal with emotions and do this kind of stuff. So I got kind of like pulled into the mental health world where you like get medication and maybe you're in a hospital for a bit or something like that. And it's, yeah. And that's, that was pretty much the kind of darkest times in my life that I went through. What I realized very soon after like being in, in the mental health facility, right was that no one really has any idea what they're doing. Like they don't really know how to talk to people. They don't really know how to support people. Um, it's a very toxic environment because, you know, in a way everyone is kind of struggling and, you know, and, and this is the people that you're interacting with the whole day. So it's very, and the people that are working are looking down on you. So it's like very, 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 very toxic, you know. In reality, what is happening is that like, you know, all these people are having these intense times in their lives that they don't know how to deal with because no one tells you how to deal with emotions. And now, and now somehow, I don't know, through medication, they're trying to like artificially make you feel better. And it's just, it doesn't work. So, so I was stuck in that for like maybe five months or something. Like I went in and then out and then in again and then out. Uh, and then for like two, so I was in it for a month and then I went out and then I went to like an open facility where I could also go to school. 
I was there for maybe another month. Um, and then I went out, but then, then I was like for three more months, I think I was on medication and stuff, <clears throat> but it didn't help. You know, medication doesn't really help because you're not really dealing with the source of the problem. So, so what I needed to do was I needed to um, get off the medication and just start trusting myself somehow, you know, even though I was feeling all these crazy things. So, so I would, um, yeah, so I went off medication. It, it was a pretty depressing time. And I was, uh, I was also like having like a lot of like suicidal thoughts and things like, cause it was, it was really, really hard. But then, yeah, after a while, uh, I started to pick myself up again. I started to kind of like, I found Teal Swan who like is this amazing spiritual teacher who actually talks about emotion and feeling suicidal and feeling all these like dark things and how to actually deal with them like by figuring out why you feel that way and then like you know kind of like just processing the emotion in itself and I also found people that were also into emotional healing work so I actually had people to talk to um, things slowly got better and after a while I also uh, came back to the guitar, which was, which I haven't done for the time that I was, uh, you know, going through all this. It just didn't feel like doing it. So I came back to the guitar. I, uh, I, uh, started playing again and I had this amazing moment that I actually talk about in my blog as well, but this amazing moment where I was watching this video called how to handle a panic attack and just the words that he was saying were aligning with the music that I was playing and, and the, and the lyrics just came on their own. It was just, where have you been? Oh my, it's very interesting the way it goes. And then, and then, and then the shift where it's like, <laughs> where, uh, so, basically I'm in the song it's talking to this part of me that's like super scared and like really like afraid so and, and it's kind of like trying to encourage him and be there for them for him and then that like whole shift that <laughs> where it goes I could actually show this song uh as well I sh maybe I shouldn't just talk about it but before I'm gonna show it I'm just gonna say um yeah in the song there's like this shift that happens from the verse uh, on where just changes keys and goes to a totally different place it starts lifting up and then on the peak it changes again and it's like this kind of interesting song that builds on itself it just felt like this powerful message that came through from the universe um and yeah i uh <laughs> i created and then i titled the song how to handle but the full the full name is how to handle a panic attack but i just like that idea of how to handle just as a title so um yeah. Should I show the song? Yeah, but before that, did you yeah, say yeah. Uh, did you say it, it was the, the melody was was yours, right? Everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. But everything. The, the the lyrics, I mean, first you you heard this person talking about. Yeah, he was he was talking about how to how to deal with a panic attack right. with like a professional. So, wow. No, I'm trying to picture it on my head, you know, clearly. You ah, know. okay, 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 okay. Should I should I that's describe very, how it happened? Uh -huh. but, but that's very interesting because, 
when you said you were ready, you realized that these medications are not fully helping you, then things like keep coming to you. Your, it wasn't, your alternative yeah. help seemed to be coming to you already. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. It wasn't. And then, uh, I'm sorry. And then on when, uh, at that point also, uh, but first I wanted to ask where, did you go in voluntarily or they have, they told you, you have to go? So I went, it was kind of a weird set of events, but it was, it was voluntarily, like it was voluntarily oh. because I was feeling a lot of these emotions that I didn't know what to do with. Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you still had your awareness that something is going on and difficult for you. So you have to be somewhere. And at that moment, that was your option. Yeah. But yeah, please, please sing it for us. And I'm, thank you for being vulnerable and sharing this because someone else could be listening and either themselves or their family or their sons or. I actually just want to say like a few things to people before I go into the song that are going through that. Um, so, you know, I understand when you go into these, maybe you go to this institution or whatever, because you're scared of something that you're feeling or something that you're going through. I just want to tell you guys what I learned, which is that all of these mental issues that we see in mental health patients and things like that, a lot of these things are adaptations to your environment in your childhood. So like if you have a lot of anxiety, maybe you were uh, someone who needed to watch out for things, you know, needed to watch out. Maybe your parents were like, I don't know, your, one of your parents was super angry or something and, you know, it could create a bad atmosphere or something. And like a lot of these things that we see actually have very like logical explanations. I learned this, especially when I was um, working with techniques and everything that I learned from Teal Swan. I kind of learned more about my own story and why anxiety was coming up for me. So I just want you to know that there is nothing wrong with you, uh, even though like all of these facilities and, and all of this stuff that's happening is making you feel like there's something wrong with you. Um, um, it's not, and it all makes sense. It's gonna make sense. Um, I suggest that you start following Teal Swan, who has a, an amazing thing called the completion process which is inner child work. It's going to help you a lot. So yeah, I just wanted to say that. Maybe maybe later, Peter, you could also send me that link or that name so okay. that we could just do that, okay? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yes, please. I will, I will yeah. play the song. So I'm going to try without the headphones. So I'm going to, I'm going to do it like this. If there is some weird sound, I'm going to plug the headphones back in. All right. Yep. Okay. I have to tune my guitar. So 
was the song that came through when I was watching a video titled How to Handle a Panic Attack. It was the interesting part was that um, I was watching the video and I was just playing and somehow the <laughs> the song seemed to line up with the video. Maybe one day I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the creator of the, the video. His name is Matthew Lieberman, a YouTuber. I'm gonna ask him if I could uh, do a version of the song where I play his video in the background. Just to see. Yeah, he, that would be, I think it's a very bright idea. You should uh, go for that. Okay? Because. Go ahead, Peter. <laughs> I wonder what happened. Is I wonder what happened, Peter, because it's very soft. Okay, let's check our audio first. The guitar, even the guitar, is soft. Oh, maybe you know what? Maybe I should. Okay, go now. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
now have you composed on all, well, all those years that since you realize you really want to do this yeah so maybe probably take us the journey of doing the song you know right oh yeah yeah uh, through wait so uh, can you take us through the journey can you ask that again oh let so how many songs have you done now okay, okay. so you've been out recording you you know tell us now okay so i have done like i mean how many songs i have written is like probably close to i don't know 80 to 100 or something like because i used to write a lot i just didn't have the knowledge and like everything to record it <clears throat> but i've just started uh kind of recording it by myself and then uh and then releasing it so right now i have released about three out of eight songs that I'm going to be putting on my album. All the songs are already written, but it just takes time to, to produce and all those things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a long time. Like when I started off, when I started off, um, I wasn't very confident in my songs, you know, and the songs weren't like the greatest, even though at the time I thought they were great. <laughs> But then, then, you know, obviously, like, you work a little longer, and then you evolve, and, and you see, you look back on it, and it's like, oh, maybe, okay, that was a start. It wasn't the best, but, you know, I got into a point where it's much better now. Um, so I have about three songs out right now. That was one of the songs that's out, which is called How to Handle. Then there's another song called Distant, which is also, like, uh, another song that, that um talks about this period of my life where I was struggling. Um, and then there's another song uh, called uh, The Bigger Picture, which is about the universe that um, kind of like just allowing the universe to do as it wants and just like um, trusting that it's leading you in a good path. You might have you might have heard that one actually on my webinar because I play that one a lot as well. Um, I could actually play all of these songs, but just before I do, the other songs on the album are, one is called Fade Away, which is more of a, like a rock type song that has a lot of like um, interesting harmonies. And uh, it's very much a song that's like a little more rock like. Uh, and then there's another song that I played actually on the last podcast that we did with Manuel and, uh, and damn. I, I Rust, 
Rustam, yeah, Rustam. Rustam. Yeah, there we go. Um, which is called um, The World is Mine, which you guys can check out. It's a really cool song. Um, then there's a. So basically, the, sorry. I'm just talking about my album. Maybe it's I'm, not a good idea. Sorry. Yeah. But basically, what I'm hearing is that your 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 songs vary on the theme you know they're not only from your darkest moments but you also have now because you're going into the lighter light side of your journey which is mm -hmm. seeing seeing you know seeing the light at the end of the tunnel right meaning you're seeing opportunities and how you can really you know teach people on how to write songs seems like it's getting lighter and then yes yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, it, you know, life is still like goes up and down. So the songs can go up and down as well, but there's, there's lighter themes as well coming through. So how do you see, how do you see your writing in these crazy times? You know, sometimes have you, have you had that? Cause I understand the melody comes first, right? That's what you shared with me. And another songwriter said, Usually it's the melody that comes first. So mm. is that melody getting heavy or getting it's... fast? Because <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Oh, let me let me think. It's 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 uh, uh I don't even know how to answer because it's like it's it goes in all directions, you know. There's songs that I created where it was like a deep feeling of love, you know, like so that created a song. But then there was a song where I, I was just inspired by the music that I was playing. And it was like, and that was a totally different theme, which is like, <clears throat> I haven't actually started writing that one yet, but like just, it was just an idea that I posted on Instagram. Um, and then uh, there was another song that I also created that was like about more about the light side, which is um, vlog number 10 on my Instagram. If you go like they're numbered uh, that there's a full song and you can check it out. That's also like got a very light theme and it's about freedom and, you know, and things like that. So I guess so. Yeah. I mean, there's more light now than there was before for sure but you know there's still some some like sad songs there in there and and thanks for sharing that in terms of like uh, when i asked you about the current crazy times cuz like i i grew up in a situation where some music um provided me hope that things won't be as uh, as uh, as uh, things because when i was growing up it was like during the period of uh martial law, you know, and then there's just political unrest in the Philippines, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so an economic unrest. So, but because of some songs, the some songs uplifted me and made me like focus that don't be so down that things can get better again. So mm. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm seeing that many musicians like you will, because you are in this environment, I I'm I wonder, and that will be a good study on you know the kind of music that will come out in this year. Mm. You know that would be a good if people, especially 
wants to do certain music therapy studies or something that would be yeah, yeah. and anyway, i just want to i just want to say i just want to say like <laughs> in terms of um music we think of like you know sad and happy music it's like one is better than the other but what i found is also that like when people are down and they're going through a tough time the the music that is sad actually helps them feel validated and seen so it's kind of like this you know and then they can through that they can feel those emotions and you know and just go through that 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 time and just allow themselves to go through it and then once it releases you know it starts getting better you know it's just um something that i've noticed in my life um so i'm thinking if people have the same the same thing did you yeah sorry so then my question with that because you mentioned about you know releasing right and validation my question is that if one has done that has written the song and then even in the one's life journey it gets better should one should a musician who wrote that song still keep singing the same song just so you know sometimes that's how they relate to their audience but mm -hmm. but then i asked that oh, how does it really work because in my imagination mm -hmm. if you keep singing the song that's really kind of like a heavy and validation of your time that you was so difficult and when you really sing a song that's very emotional so now if you keep singing that wouldn't that make you go back retreat back to that stage well, i've always wondered about that i feel <clears throat> i feel that it's i've never actually asked myself this question but now just kind of like off the off the cuff just off the top of my head my answer would be that when you process emotion and you you know look back at the same time in your life you see it differently so it wouldn't you wouldn't feel a lot of the heaviness that you have felt before um so you could you know for instance maybe you went through a hard time as a as a kid and that um that memory of maybe specific memory has left uh, a lot of emotions you know in your body and you know every time you think about it it was really difficult right but after maybe you have taken time to sit with those emotions maybe even played the song which has allowed you to feel those emotions you will look at the same time without those uh, heavy triggers but with understanding and also maybe like compassion for yourself which mm -hmm. Which I feel like if you have that energy of compassion, even the people that are listening are kind of like, oh, this, he actually understands. And he's not like hard on himself because he went through all this hard stuff, you know, like he, he understands. So something that happened and, and he's not, you know, shaming me. Maybe I am in this part of my life right now, you know, so I feel this kind of energy. That's, that's my feeling about it. So you wouldn't feel those same heavy sensations uh, when you process yeah, because one of my favorites is Amy Winehouse. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I understand that some Ooh. of these, her songs, her songs, it, it, that's how I got attracted to her song, because you, you could really feel it. You know, I, I heard it one early morning. We were in New York after going to a salsa, to a mambo event. And we stopped to buy to buy some Spanish food. And then we heard that music. 
And so I said, wow. Then, so I, I followed her and of course the sad, the sad news came then when she passed away. But from, from, from the doc writings about her, articles about her, and then of course the movie came, right, about her. And then I thought maybe if she, cause she, I understand that she started to write music. She has new songs that she didn't get a chance to, um, to, to publish yet. And those were songs now like reflecting of how she is in that current days that as if she's gone through that rabbit hole. So I, I, so in my mind, I said, whoa, what if she started singing this? Maybe she didn't have to have that moment again. And I don't, we don't know the, the exact details of how she passed yeah. away. But me, I said, wow, she didn't have to keep singing that song. Maybe she should. Maybe. I mean, you know, it's um, Amy Winehouse, does, she does express a lot of pain through her music. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and you can feel that. And um, yeah, it can be, for me personally, <laughs> um, it can be a little hard. Like she, some people are really, she really resonates with. Sometimes I have a hard time with some of her songs. It's just, I guess it's just my emotional, you know, setup the way that I am. But, um, you know, like, even though I created a lot of these songs and, you know, things were going great in my life, I think the songs came more as a result rather than like the thing that by itself kind of like created that change, you know? You, you still need okay. to watch the kind of people that you're around. You still need to watch, you know, that you have um, emotional connections. Maybe, in, but in some way, like, okay, I said what I said, that it came as a result of, you know, doing all the changes in my life. But in some way, it, it also encouraged me to, 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 to keep doing it. And, you know, to, because I had this like moment of connection where I was creating it kind of like, and feel like, oh, okay, the world can be good, you know, the world can be good again. So it's all good, you know. So I guess it's both ways, but I'm just, um, you still need to watch the, the environment and, you know, just like any human being, like, uh, who are you hanging around with? Uh, yeah. Are you having connections that are supporting you? You know, like I was especially asked that people get connections where they feel supported, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. So do you want to share any of the piece again? And then maybe Ooh, you could yeah. tell us to tell us the process or give some tips on how to do the, to start writing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So <clears throat> I want to, I want to share with you guys another song. Uh, I was thinking about sharing another song that's more on the light side. So I'm going to do the the bigger picture that I played a lot but maybe not the whole way through so moving on along the big life taking on the big guns like us they can't stop us now We feel We try It 
take me to the deepest ocean Got me towards the eye of the storm Cause I trust in you to keep me warm Yeah, you A storm that gathers you Storm in me, the calm in me, so be free. Free to cut me down when I feel good. Free to lift me up when I am down And teach me things through the life I found so far Pull me in the right direction Take me where my heart can heal, can grow So the final moment and go Yeah, you A storm that gathers you A storm in me The calm in me So be free Oh, so be me up and take me down again because I try and love you are you are the stone that gathers you Storm in me, the calm in me. So be free, the storm that gathers you. The storm in me, the calm in me. So be free, oh. oh. Thank you, Peter. That was beautiful. So mm -hmm. that's uh, the bigger picture. That's the bigger picture. It's already on my YouTube channel. You guys are going to see that in the description. But keep following. There's going to be songs out now. Like they're going to be coming on my YouTube channel. So yeah. Just so to say now uh, you want to talk about uh, the course or? Absolutely. So I created a course uh, that's basically a course for musicians, either if you're a pian pianist or a guitar, play a guitar player. I actually had a ukulele player buy it as well because it works for any stringed instrument that you can sing with. 
uh, basically it's how to become the, the name of the course is how to become a songwriter. And um, it is on my website, petrzolaritz.com, uh, which should be in the description. Basically what I do in the course is I, I take you by the hand and I like go, take you to the six steps and you create your first song. You know, in the first module, we capture your idea. In the second module, we're going to create your chorus. Third module, there's six modules. Third model, module, we create the song bridge. Then we create your full song structure. We, and in the fifth module, finally, we determine the theme of the song because there's an interesting part of improvisation and determining the theme that I think you're going to find very intriguing. Um, in the sixth module, we finally give the lyrics a little like clean up and figure you know everything out. Um, basically, you go through the six modules and you create your own song. It is on my website. It is uh, petertolaritz.com. And there's a, you'll see a little thing that says songwriter shop. You click there and you got it. So um, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty inexpensive course. Um, it's like, it's like about 27. Wait, I don't know. Wait, how much did I? Sorry, I just have to check. Yeah, it's about 27 euros. Uh, and um, it's up there. And you can check it out and you can create your first song. And then it, it also gives you a blueprint to keep doing it. So, you know, it's like the first step that you take, you know, you, you don't need a lot. You just need to know a few chords and how to hold the rhythm. And uh, then uh, basically it just takes you step by step, step by step, you create your first song and then you can continue doing it and become amazing as those people that you look up to, yeah. And, <laughs> and that's for the beginners, but you also do some private tutorials or you, you can teach also those who are advanced as well, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm just, <laughs> I have just created a, a really kick-ass course. This one is a bit more expensive though, so might not be for everyone, but uh, if it's worth <coughs> it, I mean, it's gonna be worth it, trust me. Basically, I give people the advanced techniques that I use for um, creating songs. It's the title of the, the title of the course is, sorry, I just have to check, become a fucking legend a guide for songwriters to learn amazing guitar but techniques. But you could still share share the cover. Oh yeah, I should, I should. Oh, you guys, you guys are gonna love it. Um, <laughs> this is the cover. This is the cover of it. This is how it looks, come a fucking legend, giving songwriters techniques to create amazing songs with their guitars. I had a lot of fun creating this, I just wanna say. <clears throat> and basically, it's a course where I teach you all the amazing techniques that I know, whether it's um, the way that I use open tunings to find amazing uh, colorful chords, um, or if it's uh, the octave technique on the guitar where you, uh, where you can, uh, yeah, this, that sounds really good. I don't know if I'm in the right tuning to show it right now. I'm not in the right tuning to show it right now. I can actually demonstrate some things. God, just give me a second.
like something like this, for instance, right? It's been a long day, has it, my friend? So this is called an octave technique on the guitar. It's a really cool tool that you can use. Uh, and I build on it in the course as well. And then there's another technique where you, um, I mean, it's just filled with techniques. I <laughs> just started coming up with it. Um, another technique, which is called following the note, which I also demonstrate in one of my vlogs. It's incredible, guys. You, I, I don't even know how to, how to describe it, but maybe I'm going to show you how, to how I follow the note, what that means exactly. Uh, but then I'm going to stop because there's a lot of techniques and I'm still trying to figure out how to convey all the information. So like, so let me just show you um, how following the note works. It's a really fun thing. It's uh, when you basically, you play the note on the guitar and you follow it with your voice. And this is a really cool way for, to create cool songs, check this out. my text sorry just a second it's here do you want to do that with that with a share screen or you actually yeah i will turn off the share screen okay so then you can be seen more there do, 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 do. yeah sure turn off the share screen this might not be super relevant for grace's uh listeners the typical ones but maybe it is um, if you play guitar, this is for guitarists um, to learn advanced techniques and songwriters to learn advanced techniques. But I just have to find the right lyrics. Just give me a second. Okay. So this is following the note, right? It's really cool. Take away what they all say sometimes it gets me down and the will changing my way of breaking these chains that bound me to suffering i've been holding Basically, I mean, you can do other fun stuff where you harmonize with it as well. I don't know, like that's, I'm getting super technical now, so I don't want to necessarily, okay, but, but, so but it's, it's like, nice yeah. you have all these different techniques to share, you know? And yeah, um, this is still not off from the, my topic, my original theme of why I created this podcast was music for me is healing and music has been used eons ago you know, that is going to be part of our life, part of our health and wellness. So, so that's why I have you here. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, and that like, yeah, I just, I just wanted to say like, this course is a bit more uh, for someone who already plays a bit. So you just like add those techniques and you can pretty much create the most amazing freaking songs on acoustic guitar. And if you go on the electric guitar with these techniques, you're gonna be pretty blown away. You're gonna see that. So I just wanted to say, I'll leave that with everyone. Uh, and, can... and then the, your, your, uh, the last 
uh, the one that's coming out, the digital course, that's when they will have more of your personal attention as well. Because, yes. you know, it will be a longer in-depth videos and then, you know, um, bigger yes, consultation yes. space for them. Yeah. So it's going to be worth it, worth it. Yeah. It's funny because I'm just working on it. So it's like, you know, I'm still working on the course itself and trying to um, develop it fully. But basically, yes, every week we're going to do we're going to do like a live call with all of us. And we're, we're going to uh, maybe go a bit more in depth on the techniques learned in that week. It's going to take about eight weeks. So eight modules that are going to in each week, you're going to get um, maybe like a series of techniques that are related to a single to a single uh, topic. So like following the notes, I might do, okay, the regular one, and then I might do harmonizing with the note, and then I might do uh, something <laughs> which is um, playing in the general area, which is also, I mean, it's, it's, it's a little different. It's like, where you on purpose play more strings with the fingers. Um, but yeah, basically, I mean, each week I'm going to give you like a set of techniques and then you're going to build a song on that in that week. And uh, once a week, we're going to have a live call with everyone. I'm counting. I'm going to allow about about eight people for the first round max because I don't want to have too many people to focus on right now. And uh, we're going to have a live call and you're going to be able to ask me all kinds of questions, potentially if you need me uh, even for a 30 minute call solo that week like I could totally do that and uh, but generally we're going to have like a live call and everyone's going to be able to post questions show them the show the struggles that they're having and all these kinds of things each each week you get a set of techniques and you and then your task is to use those techniques to create a song and by the end of it you'll have a, a vast library of stuff that you can get inspired by to create amazing music and um yeah maybe even on the course, you'll create music that you're going to record later on, you know. Uh, it's not a requirement uh, to do that, but um, each week you will be creating a song. So, yeah, eight weeks, uh, eight sets of techniques. So, yeah. That's wonderful. And I say that once that's over, then we could all put you in my podcast and all of you will be performing your favorite compositions. That Ooh. would be my gift. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask them if they want. Like, probably some people are gonna be a little shy, but it's okay. maybe not. Whoever is not shy. Yeah, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell them, and they're gonna yeah. be able to do that. Absolutely. How do you call it? It's like a, a grown-up recital. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like when Online you online recital show and tell. Okay. Yeah. Well, my pleasure for that. Yeah. Actually, know. yeah. Whoever is not shy. Whoever is not shy. Yeah. And it's like it's like you yeah. know when you have a music school, they have like at the end of the year they have like those concerts yeah. where each one yeah. of them plays a song. Yeah, that's kind of like that. Yeah. Then. yeah. And it's gonna be nice. We'll do it live stream, and you know by that time, so it will be live for everyone. So thank you. That's beautiful. And tell tell them again. Oh, but before that, I, I was going to, after this, oh, please, because music is so important and you know what you've been through and you got out of your situation, how about give me, a, give something to our listeners who are stress caregivers 
of, mm -hmm. you know, loved ones who are in difficult health situation. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so first off, I just want to say good job for, uh, for doing what you're doing and, you know, uh, giving your time and energy to helping this person that is struggling and that is having trouble. Um, yeah, I suggest using, using music whenever you feel stressed out. Like if, if you're having a lot of negative emotions come up, you know, and I feel like maybe, and you cannot get out of it, maybe play yourself a sad song and just let yourself cry or let yourself, you know, feel those things. Uh, and once, once it passes, maybe you want to put on a more happy song or, um, just, uh, use the songs that also mean a lot to you in your life. So for instance, maybe in your life, you had a really lovely event that happened and this is a song that reminds you of it, you know, play that song more often. Um, I find that, uh, those kinds of things really can lift you up. So just want to leave you with that guys. Thank you. And uh, where can they find you? So, okay, you can find me <clears throat> right now on uh, my YouTube channel, which is BenWest123IM, because I haven't been able to change the URL yet. We'll do that eventually. Uh, and then I have an Instagram called Peter the Songwriter, Peter the, the dot songwriter. And then I also have a Facebook, which is Peter Songwriting Academy, and petertsolerich.com, which is, you're going to see how that's spelled out in the description. Uh, Grace is going to have all those links. Yes. And in five years, where would you see you? How would your life be? Oh, man, I'm going to, you know what, screw it. I'm going to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for it. Uh, well, in five years, it, like, uh, probably performing with a band somewhere in the U.S. or something like that. And uh, these courses are always going to be available, I presume, unless I'm going to be so busy with music that I won't have time for, for those calls. But even in that case, maybe I'll find, uh, maybe I'll still do them. Maybe I'll find someone to, to, to do them. Uh, I'll see. But either way, uh, the courses, I'm going to make them available. Uh, I'm going to be able to get them. Uh, yeah. And... Um, I will be probably somewhere in the U.S. working with some band, doing some music, touring, and those things. Perfect. And uh, what is your secret to success? Because I, for me, the fact that you got out of that mess of feeling like, you know, you weren't good enough, mm -hmm. and that's a success. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good point. So tell me your success secret for that and now you're moving you continue to move forward it's um keep following your inspiration especially if there's something you're afraid of that's the thing to go for <laughs> um, that's kind of my thing it's like if there's something that i feel uncomfortable with or i'm afraid of um typically it's going to be the right thing and so one thing that i will do is either go for it or meditate on it for a bit until I feel slightly better about it and then kind of go for it. So these are, these are my, my techniques. And when I say meditate, the way that I meditate is just, I'm just with the feeling and just with it and just kind of accepting it where it is. And it's kind of on itself, the emotion kind of like transmutes itself into 
a better feeling emotion. I'm going to remember that for myself as well. Then, you know, that just go for it. And when you're scared, that's the one that you go for it. Okay. Because <laughs> we all have that. So anyway, um, it, it's, a, it's a pleasure and it's an honor. And thank you so much for sharing. And, you know, when you become so famous, please reach out to me because I will provide another time for you here and many more times. Okay, and we could be doing webinars together in the future. And I want to share my quantum affirmation to our listeners and viewers. And I want them to read, um, read this because uh, I will post this in the description. So I, I usually pull one card and I say to myself, what, which of the quantum affirmations would be perfect for me and uh, for Peter and for our audience? And so what I got, what I got is asking for guidance. And it never fails because the, what the conversation always leads to the theme of my affirmation, not that I intentionally do it. And this affirmation you say three times at the, in the morning, three times at noon, and three times in the evening. And you have to feel every word because every word has a note. Every word has a vibration. Every word has power. And then we, when you, with your intention, which is again the <clears throat> frequency and energy, it's just like you're creating music already. You're songwriting with that affirmation. So it says, asking for guidance. Whenever I need answers, I humbly ask for spiritual guidance. I am open to the answers I receive. Then I act with love and thanksgiving. Whenever I need answers, I humbly ask for spiritual guidance. I am open to the answers I receive. Then I act with love and thanksgiving. Whenever I need answers, I humbly ask for spiritual guidance. I am open to the answers I receive. Then I act with love and thanksgiving. I was going to repeat with you, but I didn't have it written out. So yeah. now you gave me an idea. Maybe next time for my guest, I would post it in the chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's okay, Peter. You, the, the fact that you're still with me, you know, it's good enough. All right. Yeah. And <clears throat> so in, in my language, I say mabalos, and that means thank you. Don't forget. Um, or go into my landing page and my new website, quantumnurse.life. And in that landing page, you'll opt in in that so that you could get the three free videos. It's also very helpful tips for digestion, for sleep, and for energy. So all these things, and just like Peter, I have a uh, low-cost product in my website, so go, go there as well. Click that to the store, and it will be six video series, course videos, because now the beautiful thing with those videos is that you can keep looking at it again and again and again. If you don't want to look at it, you can keep listening to it, and you'll get also a 15 minutes to half hour free consultation with your purchase, okay? And, and there's another, and there's another product there. Again, just we, Peter and I just been learning together and 
that will be more intense, more in-depth, more expansive, and we'll be learning together after the videos, okay? So thank you, Mabalos. Don't let anything or anyone take the joy out of your life. Yes, and in my language, in my language, I say Hvala, which is in Slovenian. And to everyone, Hvala. I say Hvala. Yes, and um, yeah, that's, uh, that's my message for you guys. Have a good day, everyone.